Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy Five or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Hey, it's Eric, and this is the Eric in the Morning podcast with Melissa and Whip, featuring highlights from our show on 101.9 FM, The Mix, WTMX Chicago. Here's your weekend. My car. F- oh, go ahead. Uh, this is the first time we've seen the sun in a long time today. Is it? Yeah. yeah I, I, I saw some stat on the news yeah. last night that it's been like uh, 7,000 straight hours wow. of clouds or something. Whoa. So That is troubling. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so that'll be nice then. I did say my car was like uh, crying this morning. Literally, I was start when I tried to start it. I'm like, oh yeah. my gosh! Because you left it out in the driveway. Here? Yes. Now, do you have a garage? I do, but then I have a fence, and I let the dog out. So then I have to open the gates, and they get frozen stuck. Ah, I see. And yes, it's yes, a that's huge I remember this ordeal. So you have to park behind the fence rather yes. than get up and open the fence. Correct. I, yes. I'm not. I'm not getting up in the morning and not being able to get you. out of my backyard. I got you. That's kind of a similar thing car wise this morning. So we do have a garage, and I do park in it. We left it open last night by mistake. Uh, and the I garage had driven, door? The garage door. Just, I left it. So I, once in a while, you're kind of like carrying crap in the house oh, and you forget and whatever. Yeah. It's rare, but that's what happened. When I lived in the city and did that, that's a good way to lose everything you own. <laughs> it sure <laughs> is. I know. I'm not, that's why it's a mistake, yeah, right? Yes. Didn't know it until I walked out there. In the suburbs, morning. they just leave it alone. But Yeah. I yeah. mean, mostly stuff's not going to get stolen. Except when they steal a bike. Right. Yep. I'm taking that risk. Anyway, it was an accident. It was, gotcha. But the point is that my car was left sort of in the elements then with the garage door open, and I had driven in the rain yesterday, and so today I could not uh, roll down my window. Or, you know, when I pushed frozen the button, south. it was frozen. So yeah. I'd actually open the door to, like, get the thing to get in the parking lot. I got garage. you. Yeah. We're getting a lot of requests uh, already. Um, LD has alerted me that uh, people would like to hear all over again your car starting sound, Melissa. <laughs> what? Seriously? I don't think I could do that again. Hey, again. What did it sound like again? Um. <laughs> what? Oh, God. See, the funny part of this, she keeps looking at Mel D and they're smiling. Okay, what? all right, fine. This I'll admit it. Mel D didn't do it. I'm just oh, saying it. Okay? Okay. Jeez, that's not even part of the story. Why is that even? Uh, why are you two like having your little girl moment over there? I'm just trying to get you to do the car sound again. <laughs> she just has this funny look on her face. What? Like, What's up? Is her jokes behind the scenes? Just do the damn sound. <laughs> Jeez. Most right, right, truly right, is. That wasn't off the cuff, you uh, know? Yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't off the cuff. It was actually planned like you well, practiced it on the way in? You know, like... No, I didn't practice it. Like a dog barking. It sounds like a dog who's in distress. Now, I sit here and did not notice any exchange, Eric, between you and Mel D. (laughs) So. That's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, what's happening? Because of that. Yes. I am not going to. So not even part of it. It's just a vehicle by which to get to the conclusion. Uh, 
I could have said Violetta just slipped me a note. I didn't notice any <laughs> note slipping. <laughs> all right. Ah, uh, whatever. Fine. I did it. Fine. All right. Three one two five nine one sixty eight hundred is our number. You can email us. You can text us six zero one two three anytime. You can send us direct messages, anything you'd want for Hey, I Was Wondering. And if we use it, you get one of those Eric in the Morning travel mugs that everybody wants so badly. All right? Yep. Ask comes to us from Sarah. Hey, Eric, I was wondering, my neighbor used red icicle lights on their house for Christmas and with more red lights in their bushes and festive lawn decorations. The lights on the house and the bushes are still there and on, but they have taken down the lawn decorations. I'm assuming they're playing it off like the lights are for Valentine's Day because they're red, But I've been looking at these same lights since November. I was wondering, is this acceptable or just creative laziness? Thanks, Sarah. I love it. I love it. I did the same thing last year. You left red lights up? Yep. Did you really? I sure did. Left them up all year? No, I left. um, I had bought lights that were both red and green. They could be one or the other or both. Okay. And I had them up for Christmas. And then when it came to Valentine's Day, I turned them red. And when it came to St. Patrick's Day, I turned them to green. Okay. And then I took them down. All right. So yours was not, she says, is this acceptable or just creative laziness? Yours was not creative laziness. Yes, it was. It was creative laziness. Yes, it was. All right. Now, uh, were the lights on a timer so they went on every single night? Yes. Okay. So your neighbors did have to stare at them for... Three to four months. That's absolutely correct. Okay. I did not do that this year. All right. I, I took them down on a nice warm day. Okay. But my creative laziness was because it was so cold, I didn't want to go out there and take them down. All right. Everything else is down, though. Christmas doesn't exist anymore. Correct. It's gone. All right. Uh, does anybody still have, as of February 8th, your Christmas tree still up? And we're going to find out if that's intentional or just plain old, out of the ordinary laziness. Okay. All right. For the record, yep. I still have one of them up. Okay, you're you not just, the only one. Yeah, two. I think it makes you feel uh, decent when you're in kind of no, no man's land of winter. No, no, just it, laziness. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, and, and it, it, it's it was a confluence of uh, all sorts of different uh, things. You know, first I was on vacation at the beginning of January when I've normally done it. Then there was a snowstorm. Then there was a polar vortex because when I take the tree down, I got to take it to the garage outside. It's right. too cold. Right. Right. I got to drag it out the front door through all the snow and everything. Right. Right. So and then all these the, yeah, a perfect storm took place. And then this past weekend, I finally realized, OK, I got to get rid of the one big tree. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I got rid of that, made my son uh, help me, took it to the garage, was going to get rid of the little tree and realized there's a bag, a special Christmas tree bag that it goes in that we'd thrown away accidentally. Okay. Oh, so I got nothing to put in it. Have a hard time finding a Christmas bag now in a store. You'd have to buy one online. Yeah, you got to go to Amazon where you can get a, a Christmas tree bag and a picture of Jeff Bezos's wiener. Exactly. More on that in a few minutes. Yeah, you got that in the news? Yep. Oh, no. I saw something online that I truly wholeheartedly believe in. It's like, I can't, the guy's like, I can't wait to have enough F you money that I'm like, go ahead, run the picture. I don't right. care. <laughs> it's too late now. He's already getting divorced. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Go ahead, National Enquirer. Run the, run the picture. I don't care. Show my wiener. What do I care? 312 or 312-233-1019. Anybody? Christmas trees? Am I the only one? Am I no. the last guy standing? <laughs> Am I the only one? Hey, Michelle, Merry Thanksgiving. I'm sorry, Merry Valentine's Day. Yep, my tree's still up, and I plug it in every day when I work from home. Uh-huh. And why is it still up? Is it uh, just creative laziness? 
No, I um, fractured my ribs over New Year's snowmobiling, uh, and then I fell down the stairs and sprained my foot. So Wait a minute. You fractured your ribs snowmobiling and fell down the stairs? Yeah. You might not want to leave the house. No, that's what my boss said. I'm not allowed to leave the room that I work in. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Wow. So this thing this thing could wow. see July 4th, this tree then, huh? It, it could, yeah. If I have another calamity, yeah, it possibly could. Yeah. But wow. this tree's my thing. My husband won't touch it, uh-huh. so... It right. goes up by me and comes down by me. So gotcha. as long as I'm still injured, it stays up. Gotcha. Oh, man. Yeah. We'll get better. Good luck with all that. Hey, Merry Valentine's Day, Katie. Hey, Merry Valentine's Day. Uh, your tree's still up? Uh, we have two trees still up. Uh, why is that? Uh, we use them as nightlights for the kids. Oh, they lying. still have like the Santa hats on them on the, as a topper and everything. So, again, these will likely see July 4th. Or for the next like seven to eight years till the kids grow out of nightlights. Yeah. You know, I really haven't decided yet. So yeah. they just well, put up such pretty lights. What's the rush? Right. Soft light. What's the rush? Hey, Brian, uh, Merry Valentine's Day. Hey, absolutely. We were looking at our Valentine's Day tree yesterday. Uh, tree's still up. How big is it? It's 13 feet tall, uh, comes in five sections. Yeah. So I'm waiting for my. My son's coming home tomorrow to help me take it down. Uh, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. That's so. Yours is more of a labor issue. Absolutely right. Yeah. That's a father and son job. Sometimes yeah. should have seen the face my son gave me when I told him that he had to drag that big, huge, heavy tree out to the garage. Nah, that's no fun. It's right. an awkward hold. You would have thought I'd like asked him to walk to Canada or something. Right. <laughs> and that look on his face, like, dude, really? You're going to look at me like that? Mm, the teenager look. Yeah, you've been laying staring at your phone for 17 straight days. Let's go. Yeah. I, you can give me 11 minutes of your time, right? Back in my day, but exactly. it even takes that long. Exactly. Right. I That's used right. to have to drag. I actually <laughs> dragged this tree from Canada yeah. here. In the snow. Yeah. I walked. And do you know it's uphill from Canada to here? Uphill. The whole way. <laughs> Both ways. Everybody thinks uh, Canadians right. come down. No, right. it's up. And I had no water food. Right. alright They say signs of compatibility in your relationship. You like the way they smell. Viva la juicy. Your communication style is compatible, huh? And you have the same definition of quality time. So right now, if you had two hours of quality time with him or her, what would you do? Sarah, you would do what every American seems to do now together, and that would be what? Sit on my couch and scroll through our phones. Aha! The couple that scrolls through their phones together stays together. Okay. Can't beat quality time together doing what, Joe? Uh, good old-fashioned game of backgammon. Aha, good old-fashioned oh, game. Interesting. Backgammon. Maybe a couple of quality hours doing what, Elizabeth? Uh, having some drinks and playing Uno. Playing Uno at 624 in the morning with a couple yeah. of cocktails. That's nice. At number three, quality time together would mean going to do what, Mary? Uh, mini golf. Uh, break into a mini golf place and play some mini golf. <laughs> That's not available to break into. This is a very strange one, and please be careful doing so. At number two, Kim, your quality time together would involve? Going to the gun range. Going to the gun range. Okay. Oh. Like firing bullets to Let cement your love. Well, see, if you're compatible, then that's, that's right. a thing. you got to be compatible right. on that. And uh, finally, in at number one, you do it together. Quality time can't beat it. Jane. Um, making homemade fettuccine Alfredo with homemade... There was more. Homemade fettuccine Alfredo with what? Homemade pasta making the homemade. Ah, oh, my. Isn't that, I'd like some I, of that. I feel like that's what um, 
Violetta told me I should do it at yoga. Wasn't that fettuccine Alfredo? <laughs> yes. No, it was, no. What was it? Shavasana. Shavasana. That's what it was. Yes. I knew it was something it's close. A state of meditation. Yeah. Yeah. A couple hours of uh, of uh, yoga. Sh- what would sh- it be bad? Shavasana, or something like that. Now nah, I think I'd rather do fettuccine Alfredo. <laughs> yes. Jane. In a national study, almost half of Americans consider themselves workaholics. Okay. Mm. Top ten signs you are a workaholic. You prioritize work before personal life. You worry about work on a day off. You struggle to switch off or actually work uh, and are actually working while on vacation. You check emails in the middle of the night. You're being the first person to get to work and last to leave is important to you. You feel pressured or too busy to take annual leave. You work through your lunch. You feel anxious or lost if you don't check in or know what's happening at work. Being told by friends and family that you work too much. And finally, the first thing you do in the morning is check emails. Mm. Hey, Melissa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't even ask. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> Melissa, would you consider yourself a workaholic? No. No, no, no. Whip? No. No, 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 no. How about you? No, no, no. I can't even get the, I can't even get the buzzers to work, and right. I don't even care. Do you guys check emails in the middle of the night? I do not do that. I actually do that sometimes. I yeah. figured you might, because you get up to eat anyway, so That's you might as true. well check your phone. See, when I'm sleeping... I, I don't even have my phone next to me because I just I'm taking that six to seven hours and that's what I'm doing with it because the other waking hours I spend all my time doing that other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, There's, there needs to be a separation. Probably smart. Eighty-eight percent of American workers are happy with their jobs. Eighty-eight percent. Eighty-eight percent. That's good. That's really good. More on that in a second. Employ employees who like their workspace are sixteen percent more productive. That's it. Something. Well, it's better than nothing, but yeah, it's yeah. better than, than it could be. Fifty-four hmm. percent of Americans would choose lower taxes over happiness. That doesn't have anything to do with work, but I thought it was funny. <laughs> over happiness. <Right. laughs> I'd like to be miserable right. but pay less tax. Fifty-four. The majority of Americans <laughs> right. would choose lower taxes over happiness. Right. Yeah. I kind of like the number anyway. I like that's it. why. That's what Bill Daly's running on. He's like, see, right there. That's how I win. That's how I win right there. Oh, Hi, Mel D. How are you today? Hey, good morning, guys. All right. It's time to find out what's trending on Twitter over there at the social media desk. Uh, trending on Twitter. Top three things. Mel D. Tracks them for, for us in the morning. Here we go at number three. All right. So Woody Allen is filing a $68 million lawsuit right now against Amazon Studios for terminating a movie deal that he had. The movie is called A Rainy Day in New York. And Allen is claiming that there was a breach in a contract that refuses to distribute the movie on Amazon's platforms. So Amazon doesn't actually like the movie anymore, and he claims that Amazon knew what the movie was about, which if you don't know, it features a relationship with a younger girl and a much older man. I've never heard of that before. He's he's very unfamiliar with that. Yeah, Yeah, right. So now he's... Autobiographical? (laughs) So now he's uh, going after Amazon for $68 million. And Amazon called him back and said, hey, I I don't know if you've heard, but our guy's got his pants off and the National (laughs) Enquirer's calling. Can we get back to you, please? More on that in a minute. Yeah. Plus, if De Niro was in this film and heard it was canceled, what would he say, Whip? Oh, my God. What's the matter with you? Ah, Come on. You caught him off guard. Come on. This is what he would say. What's the matter with you? 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 Trending on Twitter, number two. Um, our fave Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber, they're trending oh, this morning. Oh, man. I heard oh this, my yeah. gosh, I yes. Right 
There you go. So they're on the latest cover of Vogue to talk about marriage. All the pics are posted to Twitter if you want to check it out. But, you know, everyone wants to know much what marriage is like. And according to Haley Bieber, marriage is very hard. And Justin also Already? revealed that... <laughs> I just got married. Like a I know. Week ago. That's when it gets really hard. Really? When it happens. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't understand this part. But Justin also revealed that the two, um, you know, waited until marriage before they, you know... Uh, yeah, I know. They remain <laughs> celibate. Nobody believes that. Yeah, so Twitter's calling know. him out for it. No, nobody believes I mean, that. He's lying. He's into all that no, religious no, that's, stuff, so maybe that's he's what lying. he wants us to believe. No Do you believe him, Meldy? I don't believe no. it. Really? No way. Finally, trending on Twitter, number one. So Ariana Grande, I know it seems like she's always trending, but this morning she released a new album, Thank You, Next. It just dropped. She did just release her other album, Sweetener, back in August, so don't forget about that one. But this album is called Thank You, Next, which is the name of a single that she released a few months back, if it sounds familiar to you. Already it's the fastest album in U.S. iTunes history to reach number one in just five minutes. Look at that. Five yeah, minutes. five minutes. The world wow. is Ariana Grande crazy. Yes. Hey, She's I, fighting with the Grammys. Yeah. That's I what I was going to ask. Yeah, like what happened there? I, I saw that headline somewhere. She's but... mad at them. They're mad at her. Oh, okay. I, I got the story here somewhere. We can track that down coming Okay. Up. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Yes, that's it. Thank you, Mel D. Mel D was talking how it's trending on Twitter uh, as we checked in with her over at the social media desk a little bit earlier, about 20 minutes ago. And then Melissa's like, oh, I completely believe it. Why would Justin Bieber ever not tell us the truth? Well, I do believe uh, him in this particular case. Uh, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin reveal on the cover of Vogue magazine that they remain celibate until marriage. Now, both of them have a history. He has a very long history, I would guess, in a very short <laughs> period of time Yeah, with a large number of people. Yeah, absolutely. That would be my guess. Yeah. <laughs> so the concept, then, of remaining celibate before you get married. Here we go. You ready? Yep. Mm-hmm. Hi, Stephanie. Hi. Hi. Uh, you and your husband decided to do this, right? Yep. Who suggested it? Um, actually, it was him. Okay. And how long were the two of you not doing it until you got married? About three and a half years. Wow. Okay. Okay. Any close calls? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. You all right, Violetta? Violetta. <laughs> I've never Violetta seen someone's mouth collapsed. open that wide. Right. Yeah. Excuse me? Three huh? and a half years? <laughs> yeah. Three and a half three years. Three and a half years. Yeah. Wait, but Via's that... Like, Violetta's like, I can't go three and a half hours. No, Your jaw that... dropped to the floor, but nothing came out. Right. <laughs> Again. I'm just shocked. The jokes are too easy. Right. Again. Wait, uh, does that mean everything? Um, not... Not... We, we didn't okay. do the deed. You did the Huggy Bear Kissy Face stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, now, I... I would almost think you wouldn't want to do that because, you know, then you... You never you, know. You, you go down the road yeah, to Lovesville... And uh, yeah, take a sudden exit ramp. Yeah, yeah. So, how many close calls would you say you had in three years, Stephanie? Um, especially towards the end when we were engaged, oh. um, quite a few. Quite a few. But okay. We always pump the brakes before. Yeah. Again, really? the road analogies. Yeah. Now, uh, once you got married, <laughs> and the big event happened, I'm wondering, and I, w- I would like you to be honest. I don't. I don't think it speaks to the relationship or how it might be right now. But when it happened. Was it better or worse than you expected? The first time? First time. Uh, uh, first time was worse. Worse. Okay. Like you'd built up in your mind what could be what could be a momentous occasion and it just really wasn't that. It was just fast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, of course it was. Yeah, okay. You guys were sitting around for three and a half years. Like- He's like, I taking keep constant trips to Lovesville. I keep taking. And then told he can't get out of the car in Lovesville. Right. I keep taking the exit. Now I'm getting right. the express lanes. Right. Oh, 
Mike. All right, thank you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Hi, Laura. Hi. I remained celibate before you got married. You sure did. How long? We were uh, four and a half years. Four and a half years. Okay. Okay, good for you. Whose idea? Uh, It was mine. All right. Uh, Did it meet with any resistance? No. Actually, when he found out, because I had been the whole time before... He actually uh, gave me a kiss on the cheek. Ah, that's sweet. Now, uh, any close calls in four and a half years? Oh, well, definitely. Right, every weekend, right? Every weekend was a close call. (laughs) Every weekend and every second Thursday. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Trip to Lovesville. Uh, Now, when you finally had the big moment happen, like we asked the previous caller, Stephanie, you'd probably built up in your mind what that experience might be like. Was it better or worse than you expected? Uh, it was just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> time takes a little Again, practice. Was it rocket ship time? Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, it was yeah, not that great. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. One more. You have such a satisfied look on your face. <laughs> well, they don't. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hi, Nancy. Hi. Hi. How long did you guys wait before getting married? Well, we're, we're, I guess on the short end, we were about 11 months. Yeah. Uh, 11 months. Well, that, uh, you know. That makes all, more sense. All of a sudden, that, that feels like the blink of an eye. <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, whose idea was it, Nancy? I think it was both of ours, but the first four months wasn't that hard because we didn't even live in the same place. He oh. was in Virginia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. well, no. But then we moved in. There. Then you what? Then we moved in together, so. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, was it after you moved in together, after about the second week, did you say, you know what, this is, this is way too stressful, the pressure of this, I need you to move back to Virginia? No, no, it, it was okay. Uh, a lot of close calls then? Yeah, a lot of um, somebody be on the couch. And- right. Yeah. That kind of a thing. Right, you better go sleep on the couch kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Or you okay. walked up to the line and everybody was afraid, oh boy, if you stay here much longer, somebody's going to step over the line. Right. Right. Okay. And once it finally happened, the big moment, the, the coup de grace, uh, how was it? Better or worse than you expected? It was better because we didn't, we waited until we got on the honeymoon. We didn't. Like, you, you knew it like at the bathroom at the reception or anything like that. <laughs> that <laughs> it no, takes right. the romance out of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like oh, a broom closet man. in the reception hall. Yeah. <laughs> How could this not be good? Oh, God. Thank you for the call. The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast. Downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix. On the web at WTMX.com and via podcast. Hey, it's Eric, and this is the Eric in the Morning podcast with Melissa and Whip, featuring highlights from our show on 101.9 FM, The Mix, WTMX Chicago. You know, uh, about a half hour ago, I was telling you that the story I read that they said two-thirds of people say the meetings that they have at work are completely pointless. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There is no rhyme or reason to even have a meeting, and for some reason we are, I cannot believe this is the topic of this meeting. Yeah, I think a lot of people have those meetings that are a total waste of time. Two-thirds of them, Two totally pointless. Of them. Yeah. Uh, so we said, all right, oh, well, what was the topic of that totally pointless meeting, 60123? Mm-hmm. Among the texts we received, uh, we had a meeting on how to properly conduct a meeting. Uh, we had a meeting on how to use the bathroom and dispose of poop properly. Need a meeting what? for that, huh? Uh, we once had a meeting about what time people go to lunch. 
Uh, we had a pointless meeting about not sleeping with each other at work. That oh. seems like a, actually an important meeting. Yeah. Uh, we had a meeting for two months about the things that needed to be changed on the website, then nothing changed on the website. <laughs> we had a meeting on a Wednesday to tease us about the meeting that was coming up on Monday. Oh, my gosh. Uh, we had good. a meeting to tell us how we should spray the bathroom air freshener up instead of down because the floor was getting slippery and someone could slip and sue us. That's a good point. And finally, hey, Edward. Hi there. How are you? Uh, good. You had a meeting about what? About not depanting uh, fellow employees. Uh, you had a meeting about how you could no longer depants fellow employees. That is That had become a problem? <laughs> we have the worst phone ever. Oh, I know. Where are you, Edward? Uh, are you at work? We can't hear you. Go to a window. Okay. Uh, I now. Can you hear me all right? Yeah, now we got you. All right, so where do you work uh, or what kind of job do you have? I work at a power plant with a bunch of men that act like eighth grade. Ah, yeah, everybody's uh, ripping everybody's pants off when they're walking around. Oh, hilarious. It, yeah, it's comedy. It, uh, imagine working with them every day for eight hours. Really? You need entertainment. Yeah, so. Now, is it oh, pants? Was... You got pantsed or depantsed? Depants. We used to say depants too. I think I think yeah. both uh, work. Uh, have you been the victim and the perpetrator both? I was, I was neither. Oh, neither. Uh, you just got roped into the meeting. Have, I think hello? we've lost Edward. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, uh, no. You know, at the, at the, what was it, the power no. plant, he said? Yeah, you, you don't get yeah. much of a signal there. I don't know. Pantsing was a big issue. I guess you get a bunch of guys working at a plant together. Yeah. That's bound to happen. Right. The final touches on the secret. Eric in the morning, off-air poll, 10 people in relationships. Currently. Okay. Just ask them a question off the air. Because I was reading. New study says... Fewer people are celebrating Valentine's Day. Hmm. But those who do are spending more. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you exactly what percentage of people in relationships are celebrating Valentine's Day or not celebrating Valentine's Day because I'm waiting to figure that out right now with the 10 people, but we do know this. Hey, Bonnie. Yes. In a relationship? Yes. Married? Nope. Ah, just in love. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that'll stop. <laughs> Uh, oh now, my God. That's what happens for married <laughs> people and the fighting starts. Now, uh, <laughs> Valentine's Day coming up six days away. Bonnie, are you celebrating or not celebrating? We are. You already know what you're doing six days out. Yes. See, that's. Oh, I'm going to guess what? you're new in this relationship. It's about a year. Yeah. That's pretty new. Okay, relatively new. Do you feel as though if you stick together about five, six, seven, ten years, you'll still have plans six days out for Valentine's Day? Probably not. Ah, yeah, there we go. Now, did you make those plans early? Because you're maybe going to eat a lot of places. The reservations will fill up pretty quickly. Uh, probably a couple weeks ago. Uh-huh. Okay. What are you doing? We are going to Austin. Ah, Austin, Texas. Oh, oh that's Honky way more time. than I expected. Going to hang out on 6th Street? You know, I know nothing about it. We're going to kind of explore, and it's going to be 80 degrees, and yeah. that's what we're, we're going yeah. for. Nice. I know my way around Austin, Texas. Wow. Go down to 6th Street. That's a Find great all the trip. music and booze you could ever want. Really? Yeah. All right. Thank you, Bonnie. Hmm. Finding love on Valentine's Day. Hey, Jason. Hey, how's it going? Uh, are you going to be celebrating Valentine's Day? Yeah. You are? Okay. How yep. long have you two been together? Uh, my wife and I have been married for going on eight years, but together for like 15 Okay, well, so just destroying my theory of a few moments ago. Six days out, you already have your plans. What are you doing? Um, well, we got two little kids, so usually every year we just, you know, have a special dinner at home. Mm-hmm. Okay. You going to get her anything? Uh, I'll get flowers and a card. Uh-huh. I always get, like, a serious one and then a 
a funny one. Right. right. Something that says loves and roses and yeah. like script writing all over it. And then another one with like a guy with his pants off doing something yeah. funny. That's good because you're covering your bases. You never know what mood might yeah. happen that day. You can yeah, cover yeah. both ways. I'm going to get overly personal here for a minute, Jason. I hope you don't mind, okay? That's can right. you ballpark me, just ballpark me what you think you'll spend on her? Um, flowers, card, and if we're counting the entire dinner. Yeah, just what, yeah, what you think of blow. Probably like a hundred bucks. Okay, and uh, just ballpark me, just your instinct, what it tells you. What do you think she'll spend on you? Uh, nothing. Ah, there it is. Ah. It's, it lives on. Oh, uh, it sure does. Thank you, Jason. Huh. Thank you. Do we have the results of those ten votes? I don't have it up here on the computer, Cynthia. The results of the ten votes. I, oh, there it is right there. What do you think they were? How many people six days out already know they're going to be celebrating Valentine's Day together. What do you think it was, Melissa? Uh, I'll say 30%. 30% said? They yes. are going to spend Valentine's uh, Day together. They, they already know. Celebrate it together. What they're doing, yeah. 50. 50. 80% said they are. People are in love. Only two are like, eh, which flies in the face of what we oh. just said, because in a new survey... 51% of Americans plan on celebrating the holiday. That's down from 55% last year, which is down from 60% the previous year. Whoa. That's what I thought. I thought people like didn't like the holiday that much, you know, because like, they feel forced to do things. What do you think the average person, man, woman, whatever it might be, will spend on uh, their significant other? How much? $63. Melissa? $75. Violetta, you want to add on that? Uh, is a present involved or just the experience? How much are you going to spend on Valentine's Day? Um, probably just over a hundred. One hundred sixty-one dollars and ninety-six cents. You cheap sob. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Can we not read yeah. that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> That's up thirteen percent. So fewer are celebrating, but you're spending more. Men, as we just heard a second ago are the biggest spenders. Men will spend on average $230 on Valentine's Day Mm. versus the $97 a woman will spend. Well, I guess if you really think about it and you're adding, like you're going out to dinner and you get drinks, I mean, that alone can be a lot. Love is expensive, Melissa. Yes, it is. And then you get a horrible grade when it's all said and done. Hmm? When your Valentine's Day gets a grade. Coming up after 8 on The Mix. Did I hear that uh, Robert De Niro commented on what he thought of the uh, National you know, Enquirer? You know what he said? I don't care if they chase you away. You tell the officer that I'm <laughs> What's the matter with you? What's the matter with Where you? Where are you? Where are you? Where the f*** are you, man? You're supposed to be right in front when you dropped us. What's the matter with you? Where are you? Where are you? What's the matter with you? That's Robert De Niro calling his car yeah. yesterday. That True is, story. That is my favorite. Th- I would like to On say. On the streets that, of Manhattan. What are yeah. we, February 8th today? That's right. my favorite thing that has happened in 2019 so far. Yeah. Yeah. The, the good fellow calling the car. What's yeah. the matter with you? Not even a joke. Robert De Niro. So that sounds like it's clips from a movie because he says that in every one of his movies. There's a good chance the guy that's driving that car is is light a pinky right now. Yeah. <laughs> or he's just. He's missing a pinky. <laughs> he's in the back of a <laughs> right. Cadillac. Or he's floating in the Hudson. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to find him floating in the Hudson. It's true. Yeah. 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 Oh, What's the matter God. with you? <laughs> All right, Nothing so, like a good quality mob murder <laughs> joke to lighten things up on the show. All 
third. Oh, all right, so uh, what that really is, I mean, that's all true. De Niro was outside a, a courthouse yesterday because he's getting divorced, and so he wanted to be whisked away by his car, but his car didn't show up, so he's standing outside as photographers and utter, like, five minutes worth. Well, you just heard, like, 15 seconds, but it was about five minutes worth of that. of that. Where are you? I don't know if you know this. When you get here, I am going to kill you, and I'll be driving with your body in the trunk. Yeah, the guy probably started it driving as far away as he can, never to the return. Guys and De Niro's going to be like, just get in the trunk. <laughs> New study, Mixed Morning Mindbender says, sexy images of women make men crave what? Easy? Difficult? I think there's a lot of choices, so I don't know if it's that easy. Carolina, we see a sexy image of you, and we as men can't help ourselves. We crave what? Red meat. Exactly oh. right. Oh, okay. Oh. We got to have a steak. That's why vegans avoid all sexy images of women. Yes. Oh, my god! They got to maintain those cravings. Right. Yeah. Who knew? Nicely done, Carolina. How's your day going? Uh, it's going good. Yeah? Uh, yeah? Can I get you a steak or anything like that? You a meat eater? Uh, I am. Uh-huh. I, I am. I feel like meat. Yeah, this is the right city to have a good steak. There's no doubt about it. What do we have for Carolina? Or pizza. A $100 gift certificate at Frasca's Pizzeria and at Wine where? Bar. Frasca's. Got it. That's it. Oh, they're de- they're delicious and yummy. That's what they should add on to it. Maybe you could create your own little tagline there or something. I know that. Congratulations, you want a pizza. pizza. See ya. All right, fine. Uh, when experiencing what they call sexual motivation, men tended to act out in ways that increased their desirabilities as a partner, according to a new study done by a group called Is Meat Sexy? All right, now I see what's going on. Yeah, right. The link between meat and status is grounded in evolutionary drivers of consumption. So as men see a sexy woman and try to convey their status to the woman, they realize as a part of that man, I can go for a steak as well because that makes me appear much more manly and able to provide for her. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I guess. It all began. The evolution shaped mankind's eating habits. Carl's Jr. styled hotties. Remember those commercials they used to do for Carl's Jr.'s where they had like a... Hot mm. woman in a bikini eating a hamburger. It was during the Super Bowl a lot of times. So was Jessica Simpson on one of those? Yeah, washing a car or there something? There was a Kardashian yeah. in one okay. of them. That kind of thing. I remember that. It caused people to go, all right, now this is too much. We don't need the hottie in the bikini eating a cheeseburger while draped over the front of a car. Bet it worked, though. Yeah. And Carl's Jr. in you know, today's society had to pull back on that. Right. They say that's a direct result of a study just like this. Okay. What kind of sensation does a... Does a woman have if she sees, like, a sexy image of a shirtless man? Does it make you... Like Adam Levine? I guess. Yeah, we could go with that. Sure. We just saw that. Do you find him sexy? Yeah. Do you? Absolutely he is. Yes. All right. The moment that he took off his shirt (laughs) and started gyrating around at halftime of the Super Bowl, what went through your mind as a woman? Uh... The first thing I thought was, this is cheesy, but I'm loving every second of it because he's okay. really hot. Okay. And man, he's got a lot of tattoos. Okay. Violetta, the first time you saw Adam Levine take his shirt off at halftime, what's what's the thing that immediately went through your mind? Well, he was moving his hips really kind of like... Seductively? He does um, that a lot. But like kind of snaky. Snaky? Yeah. He was gyrating snaky. Yeah, it was... So you thought snake? Yeah. All right. It's what he's going for. Yeah, the new refrigerator dating app. Using fridge pictures instead of headshots to hook people up. Melissa was interested in the refrigerator dating concept until she found out the smart fridge is $4,000. And then yeah. she's like, screw it. Hello, Whirlpool. Yeah. yeah no kidding. Deal breaker. All right. Seriously. Keep that thought in mind, Whip.
Watch how we watch how we flip this thing right on its ear. Okay. Uh, I need to date someone who has a good blank inside of refrigerator. Also, the ever popular can't get enough of. I need to date someone who has a good what, Grant? A good sense of humor. Not surprising. That's always like top three. It seems like sure. right? right, right, right. I need to date someone who has a good what, Amy? Leather goods. My mom always told me you could tell a lot by a guy's shoes, wallet, and belt. Mm. Look at that. Mm. Oh, you need to date someone who has good, solid leather goods. <laughs> good angle. I like that. I need to date someone who has a good what, Jake? A smell. A smell. Viva la juicy, my man. That's it. <laughs> Viva la juicy. Hey, Emily, you need to date someone who has a good... Alcohol tolerance. Yeah, there we go. Uh, All right. That's my favorite. I like that one. Yeah. You find that it's difficult to, to locate someone who, who fits that criteria? Uh, not with men, no. Yeah. yeah. How about you? Do you have a good one or do you get splitting headache hangovers? Um, I think pretty good, but yeah, there are, there are those nights that you go a little bit too hard. Right. How old are you, Emily? I'm 31. 31. Let's say you go out tonight. What will be your drink of choice? Um, Probably just a good beer. Okay. Let's suppose you go out tonight. You find yourself a good beer. You're hanging with your friends and you meet a guy, right? Are you single? No, I have a boyfriend. All right. Let's suppose you meet a guy and you're just talking to him for fun and you're know you you're not telling him you have a boyfriend because you like the attention. Let's just be honest. Okay. All right. Okay. And somehow it comes out that he is a little maxed out on his visa. Is that a deal breaker? Oh, yeah. Totally. Ah, credit card debt. Out. Credit card debt is bad. New survey. Another one says credit card debt is among the top in a dating deal breaker. Among the tops. Mm-hmm. A big one? It's a, I think it's pretty big, especially if you're talking about they've maxed that baby out. What do you think percentage of women say they would not hesitate to not date someone who had a credit card debt? Significant credit card debt. Um, they I would, would not date someone who had significant credit card debt. Uh, I'll say 90%. Wow. Yeah. Violetta? Uh, at least 75%. 70%. Men were asked the same question. Uh, the top response to that was, wait a minute, is she hot? <laughs> right. Well, and we'll then, a lot. based uh-huh, on that, uh-huh. they went into two different areas right, as to whether or not right. they would. Yeah. <laughs> Credit card debt. Big deal breaker. Like I said, we're going to flip it right on its ear. So we just got done with, I need to date someone who has a good blank. Now we're looking for you to finish this phrase. I can't date someone who has a what? I can't date someone. We just learned what you could do. Now we're going to what you can't do. I can't date someone who has a bad credit rating. Or I can't date someone who has what? Let's take kids off the table. (laughs) All right. That'll be the top answer usually. You hear that a lot, right? Yes. A lot of single people. There's a couple of them that are going to be up there. Yeah. What's your answer? Maybe you have specific requirements that are different from your friends. Or now we're learning what you can't do. New survey says credit card debt is a huge dating deal breaker. Melissa, how would you answer? I can't date someone who has uh, who has stained teeth. Stained teeth. A set of stained teeth. Okay. Sometimes they're really, really dark. I got you. Violetta. Can't date someone who has? Um, like too close of a relationship with their siblings. Overly close sibling relationship. Especially if it's the opposite sex. I'm glad you said that because coming up Monday on the show, oh, a new feature we call My Jerk Sibling. Okay. <laughs> Got Jenswani coming Monday. My Jerk Sibling. I can't date someone who has what, Amy? 
bad grammar. Bad grammar. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, even if they're doing good. Yeah, yeah. I'm doing good. Uh, you're not. You're doing well. <laughs> yeah, bad grammar. Bad one. Susan, you, you can't date someone who has... A lot of money. <laughs> Why is that? It, they just make me nervous for some reason. I don't... It's <laughs> something I can't even figure out what it is, but uh-huh. if they have... Honey, I, I just can't date them. Like you don't a, trust them or A something? lot of money makes you nervous. Yeah, I, I can't trust them. Yeah. I know a lot of people that would love to be nervous. Yeah. I mean, really, really nervous. Like, like need to be medicated nervous. That, that could be the amount of money, right? Mm. I can't date someone who has what, Kristen? I can't date someone that has a snake or a spider of any kind. Is this from a previous experience or has this been a long-standing policy of yours? Uh, just a long-standing policy and a phobia. Uh huh. Yeah, you can't date a snake owner. Do you do you run into that very often? Um, what do you expect, actually? Really? Oh. My ex had one. You had a snake? Still does. Still has it. Really? Yep. How did I not know this one? Nah. He's a snake guy. He's a snake guy. Either you know, I, I say you're a Jersey guy or you're not a Jersey guy. Like you wear jerseys or you don't. Yeah. I think you're either a snake person or a, you're not a snake person. <laughs> True. Okay. Yeah. True. I can't date a guy who what, Kendra? Somebody that has no art on their walls, like no, nothing, no personality on their walls, no paintings, no posters, nothing. Aha! Uh-huh. Blank walls, yeah. a blank canvas are not good to you. Yeah, I went over to a guy's house, and he'd been in the place for twelve years uh-huh. and had nothing up on the wall. Zero. I was like, yeah, no. Can you live with <laughs> questionable art? Can you live with that? Dogs playing poker? I can live with, I can live with questionable art. That means that it's, there's at least been some attempt at having a personality or a style. Right. Whether yeah. I agree with it or not is fine. But, yeah. you know, when somebody has nothing, yeah, that's scary. You know what? I hadn't ever thought about it till now, but I understand the point you're making. Yeah. I get it. Especially if you've been in a place for 12 years. Yeah, unless you're remodeling at this the, moment. The only reason that you wouldn't do it is because you might have to leave at a moment's notice because you're in a witness protection program. <laughs> you live with Ray Liotta. Right, and you got to get out of town quickly. Yeah, yeah deal breaker. I think there's got to be quite a few, like, single guys, though, who are yes. been in their apartment for a few years and they probably haven't put anything up. I would bet there are a ton of single guys that have nothing on their walls. But after 12 years... It's time to start addressing that issue, wouldn't you think? I got to choose uh, very carefully. Violetta, you haven't learned this, but uh, Melissa doesn't like the F word around here. Fat. Oh, oh, makes her, makes I her don't. Really uncomfortable. I just, it's I just know. not a nice word. Well, it's, no, I just don't like it. No one ever claimed it, it really was, a, right? Yeah, it has just such a bad. All right, how about chubby? You okay with chubby? Uh, maybe right. when referencing right. yourself. All right, my job made me chubby, as okay. opposed to my job made me fat. Right. All right, hold on. Okay. I don't know if Marla's scared of the word or not. Uh, Marla, would you prefer my job made me chubby or my job made me fat? Marla. My job, my, my job made me chubby. Okay, we'll go with chubby. Uh, what happened? Uh, I had a woman boss, and every time she came in, I stuffed something in my mouth because I was afraid that she wanted to talk to me about something else that I did wrong, <laughs> even, even though I was in the top 50 of the salespeople. All right, so every time she walked in, you would eat, so it would be difficult for you to speak, and you wouldn't have to have a uh, discussion with her, hence the chubby, so to speak. I couldn't talk right now. I'm busy. I'm eating. I'll talk to you in a little bit. Right. I can't talk to you. I'm busy eating, hence the chubby, so to speak. Yeah. Okay, got it. That's like a strategy that kind of had an unintended consequence. Uh, Lauren, do you uh, prefer my job made me fat or my job made me chubby? 
I'm going to go with Swampy. I'm going to throw another one out there. All right, go ahead. Um, so I actually started my job, and within the first, like, six months, I gained 60 pounds. Whoa. Um, <laughs> it was um, going from, like, a job where I had an office upstairs, and then I had a job where I was basically in the office and Good. in a restaurant. I actually plan events. Ah. And so on top, on top of that, food was easier to access to go over right. and get, uh, like, a bowl of french fries sure. or whatever. Sure. Did you yeah. say yeah. 60 pounds in a month? No, in, in, in six months, oh, about okay. three times a month, yeah. I was like, wow, you you were not messing around. Mm. You were going for it. Yeah, your job made you chubby. Hey, Gigi. Hey. Now, what happened? Teacher's lounge. Uh, they are notorious, notorious for being stocked with some of the most delicious homemade goodies uh, ever. Everybody's making brownies. Looks you know, good. it's hard to pass by right, it yeah. without popping in just to see what's in there. Sure, it's a teacher's lounge, not a willpower lounge. Come exactly. on. Packing it on, Donna. Hey. Hi, your job made you chubby? Oh, my gosh, yeah. I've gained over 72 pounds at my job. I get yelled at all the time because I'm on the phone all day with different customers uh-huh. and things that they're all frustrated about. And right. So what they do is they bring in pizza or cake, right. so they'll have extra day to make us feel better. Right. So you're, after you get yelled at all day, they're like, well, here's a pizza. Does this help? It's that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Ex- exactly. Yeah. Right. And I bet you it does help. I understand yeah. that. Yeah, until you, you uh, pound on <laughs> or you put on 72 pounds. Hey, Leanne. Hey. Uh, job made you chubby? No, actually, the opposite effect, my husband. Oh, what? What happened? Yeah. He, they call it the 30-pound diet in 30 days. He started working for UPS. Ah, constant movement. <laughs> oh, yeah. Carrying big, heavy yeah. stuff. Yeah. You're lifting. You're working out. Yeah. You're in constant movement. We should all work for UPS. Hey, Marla. Yeah. The job made you chubby? Yeah, the job made me chubby. Oh, wait, we talked to you already. See, I've already I've gone full circle. <laughs> That's for right. to stick around, though. Yeah. Yeah. I often wondered. You always, uh, you, you rarely see a UPS uh, person who is not in tip-top shape. Absolutely not. Yeah. You're right. All that carrying of stuff. The Eric in the Morning with Melissa and Whip podcast. Downloadable every weekday. This is 101.9 FM, The Mix. On the web at WTMX.com and via podcast. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.